Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of this Black Girl Podcast. It is your host, Lola, aka Ola.Miss.Lola without the H. And the one thing I want to say off top, as I'm joined by the lovely mister, I ain't talking about no slap here. I ain't talking about no Oscars. This ain't no tea. Y'all, y'all don't want to know my opinion, period. Y'all don't want to know our opinion, period. The only slap in the face I would like to talk about today is for Katanji Brown Jackson. Because this bitch has been the most qualified person on the in the entire country of the United States of America. I don't give a shit. Like the <laughs> most qualified human being in that country I've ever seen on paper. I mean, people think that about Elon Musk, so why not Miss Brown? Yo, she is <laughs> the most qualified woman I have ever seen in my entire life. And they're playing her like Jaidas. Like honestly this slap, whatever, whatever, was like, eh, eh. What really pissed me off this week was that shit. That was, like, those 72 hours of questioning and putting that girl through butthole for no fucking reason? Well, there, 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 is, there is a reason. It's just the reason is to go trending on Twitter. Like, oh let's be 100% gosh. real. So, so stupid, okay? And to provide a bit of context... Um, Katanji Brown Jackson was nominated to the Supreme Court of Justice in the uh, United States. In the United States of America, um, she would be the ninth judge in place. Um, and when you stack her qualifications compared to all of the other current sitting justices right now, she is she she runs laps. She laps these hoes, okay? Because she has a full background full educational background, the fullest legal career background I've ever seen anybody ever have. And yeah, it's just it's oof. just a factual statement that she is the most qualified person to ever be Jesus nominated. Christ. Yes. For Biden did good with her for uh for a seat. And the thing that's also the thing that's also good to note, the thing that's also to note too is like we did a little bit digging and we listened to some stuff about you know, her history and how she got to this point. Mm-hmm. And the thing that's also wild is that she also has the most, quote-unquote, anti-qualifications to get on the Supreme Court. Meaning, if you look, she's the only one who's going to be going on while also being a public defender. Yeah. Every single other person comes out of corporate law, private law, defending corporations. She's the only one who actually went out and defended the public. She's the only one. Right? And the reason she's the only one is because usually... That stuff does not get you into this into the Supreme Court, right? Right. It looks bad because of the off chance that the person of the public that you are defending is I don't know. Let's use the example they're using. Let's say that you're there's a chance you're defending a terrorist. You know, she ended up having to defend people who were um, who were in Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. So they use that that to drag her without establishing the facts that. When you're a public defender, you do not get to pick and choose who you want to defend. Yeah, the the irony is is that the same people She's doing who, her job. The irony <laughs> is the same people who are trying to nail her for quote unquote defending terrorists 
are the same people who scream about law and order, law and order, law and order. I'm sorry, the law is everyone gets a defender. Bro. Every single person gets a gets their time in court. Every single person gets a defender. If you don't like that, you are not here for the law, and you are not here for law and order. That's just what it comes down to. Don't tell on yourself like that. You know who does need a slap? Fucking Ted Cruz. Yeah. That man could not shut up talking so much fucking trash. He wants to trend oh, on Twitter so bad. My God, if you That's want... why. It's because he wants to trend on Twitter so bad. Then if you want to be famous so bad, stop running for fucking government and go start a TikTok or something. But what are you going to do when you're talentless and you want to be famous? And Kim you're not... Kardashian did it. He can and figure it out. And you're not free enough to, <laughs> get on the, to get on the air like Kim Kardashian. What if you have the face of an undercity troll? And you have no talent, and you want to be famous and powerful. Make well, a lot I of guess, money. Well, I guess you could throw the LGBTQ community under the bus and become a senator. Oh, my God. Like, Bruh. like between him and a few of the other people, like, the kind of questions that she was answering, like, I'm, I'm not even going to say I'm anywhere near close to educated and as qualified and as understanding of the law as this woman. I'm not even going to. But just sitting there and watching this woman sit there and have to subject such, a, such an intelligent, poised woman sit there and have to endure a line of questioning that was, like, it was hurting my brain. My brain, with how idiotic the questions are. I can imagine how um, dejecting, how humiliating it was to have this woman not only be asked these questions, when she answers them in a politically correct and professional way, they're getting in their feelings because she's not giving them no fucking soundbite. Literally saying, oh, she's got an attitude problem. Bro, because tongue, she's like, oh, well, you can't answer she's the question. In it's the not most, her question to answer. She's, she's literally trying to answer in like the most polite, like you said, politically correct way. And Fox News will still turn around and say she's got an attitude problem. Bro, asking like, her, do you go to church? Fucking Marsha Blackburn asking her to define woman. Is her name Miriam Webster or is it Katanji Jackson Brown or Brown Jackson? Which one is it? Like, what? And then when she's giving her, oh, well, I can't define, I can't reply to your answer in that, I can't provide you an answer within that context. Bro, and, and oh, so you you can't define it because of how how inflammatory it's been? No, because your question's fucking dumb, bro. Well, and here and here's how they tell on themselves too, because they'll they'll get their panties in a twist about quote unquote activist judges. If she answered in a way you didn't like, she'd be an activist. And if she doesn't answer the question like she did because she knows her game and she's trying to play it, now she's got attitude. Right. So it's like, wh what is she supposed to do here? Like, her response was, and it was such a polite response. She, the, the person asked, can you provide a definition for the word woman? She replied, looking confused, saying, I'm not a biologist. Accurate. Yeah. Accurate. She is not a biologist. So, no, she cannot define woman within the context of what you're providing. You're asking for a dictionary definition? Go ask Merriam-Webster. Stop insulting this woman's fucking intelligence. Well, and, and what I'm also trying to say is, like, wouldn't you want the answer to be I'm not a biologist? Because if you say I know what the definition of a woman is, 
aren't you then being an activist? Aren't you not coming in unbiased? Thank you. Doesn't that affect your ability to be a judge in certain cases? Per. Per. Honestly, like, that for, like, this whole situation for me definitely got under my skin because I don't, a a part of me is kind of like, I can't relate, but I can relate. I'm obviously not at her level, but I'm sure that there are many black women who have had to subject themselves to this type of talk down and unnecessary scrutiny when it is so clearly demonstrated that you know what you're doing. And I feel like that's what got me so like heated and so fucking in my feelings because it's like, I've been there before. I've been, and I'm sure a lot of women in general have felt like, oh, well, I've been mansplained okay, cool, we get that. But, like, I feel like, at least from Black women's experiences, from people that I know and myself personally that I've been through, there's always been that, like, ignorant fuck to ask, like, such stupid, unassuming questions, thinking, like, we're dumb as they are. And then when you're not and you answer them correctly and intelligently, they get upset. Well, this is is the whole thing, right? It's a tell, right? Because I what's been really... What I've been very much so laughing at is like, yeah. listen, anyone who complains about affirmative action, just call them out and just say that they just say that they just want white people in there. Because this is, again, like we said, literally the most qualified Bro. person to ever be nominated for the Supreme Court. And you're still going to hear complaining about how this feels like affirmative action. No, it's not. This is literally meritocracy in action. You know, when I post this episode, I'm also going to post it with a, a chart that was published. I forget who it was published by, but it is a beautiful chart that outlines how her path in the legal system and her career in the legal system stacks up to the other currently sitting Supreme Court judges, justices. Like, I, I want... Because if you see the... the 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 gaps the gaps the holes it between some people and her it is wild the only closest person who is qualified right now is judge Breyer, and he's retiring and even then he still doesn't have a couple um strong hits to his well, like strong notches on his background that she that she does and here's here's the real telling here's the real telling one right even though he's the second most qualified mm-hmm. never been a public defender there you, you go. can go you can go and you could be a public defender you can get criticized for who you have to defend under the purview of the law but if you choose you make the choice to go into corporate law as most of them have and defend I mean, some of the corporate cases are literally like Nestle trying to justify child slavery in the global south. You can go defend that, and that's fine. That doesn't matter. That's good. That's just good character. That's just what you do. But if you go and you start defending some of these poors out there that did some stuff, whoa, whoa, we don't stand for that in this court. Bad girl club. Like... And, like, the, there was, uh, whatchamacallit, Senator Josh Hawley, who was trying to imply that she has a bias against um, against child people who are convicted of child pornography and child predator uh, charges. And it was 
it was so embarrassing to see because like he was lit they were and somebody else in the senate thankfully actually addressed it and was just like y'all are cherry picking because these cases like are literally one in a thousand and the ones that you're picking to criticize were sentences recommended by the prosecutors. It wasn't something for her to decide and she decided, okay, yeah, or, you know, um, I want to be, be light on this person. It was recommended by the prosecutor. She reviewed the case. She agreed with the prosecution and therefore handed out a sentencing. And, and again, the reason why this criticism can be made of her is because most people who are sitting on the Supreme Court right now have not been on this on any sentencing commissions, and they also haven't been district drugs. Right, just as can't can't relate. So can't, can't relate. Can't. The can't. reason why people yeah. are criticizing her for her sentencing is because she's done some sentencing. Some of these other judges have done zero sentencing. Bro. They've never been on commissions. They've never had to deal with this kind of thing. Ugh. But uh-huh. it's being used as fuel to try to criticize her because right. she has experience. I know, isn't her, that the liter- most shocking Literally her thing? qualifications, they're trying to turn around into a criticism. It's wild. Absolutely wild. I don't know how people, like... When I say it was so ridiculous, like, I, I don't even know how to describe how I feel. Because it's like, I'm slack-jawed, I'm upset, like... I, I'm so upset for her because I'm sure, and she mentioned it in her speech when she was addressed before, like all the questioning happened, that she struggled to balance between her career and her family and her, like, you know, her career and her personal life. And sometimes her personal life had to suffer for the name of her career. And it's like to give up and to sacrifice so many things for um, your career and for something that you believe in. To now have to put up with such ignorant, embarrassingly idiotic question, like line of questioning, and and then you and then claim that they're questioning your your work and your capabilities to do your job is like, I like again uh, y'all. I wish y'all could see. Like I want to rip my hair out because of how how like. I don't even have the words. I don't even have the words. You just got an install for your birthday, baby. Don't rip your hair out. You paid good money for that. Yeah, but I'm that frustrated. <laughs> like, I just, I can't. I get America is the only place in the world where uh, a children's book can be just as damning for you in your job as raping a woman. Bro. Raping multiple women. Like, we'll, we'll get into the comparisons in a minute. But yes, this, this idiot... Okay, this, I will call him an idiot. I don't care. This idiot, Ted Cruz, and I know, and I I have to sidestepedly ask, apologize to my listeners in Texas. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know y'all listen to me down there. I love you. I love my Texans irregardless, but your senator's shit. Your senator's trash. And y'all need to vote him the fuck out expeditiously, Okay. Ted Cruz and was interrogating this educated woman, this judge, about a book called Anti-Racist Baby. And was using the book, which is now a bestseller, by the way. Side note. Um, 
using using this to try and push a an agenda about critical race theory which in it in itself from the very start has been just like literally stupid, people, a nothing which is more burger stupid, which is so stupid just literally not literally angry about nothing bro asking her if 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 Jackson believed babies are racist now i will easily say my st- my my personal stance on racism racism is not racism is not born it's bred racism is taught if you teach hate people will perpetuate hate by that by that stance alone babies are obviously not fucking racist like so, like when I just uh, just having him and having him demonstrate and open pages and say, "Oh, based off of these pages, do you think babies are racist?" Like, honestly, not even a book she wrote, by the way. Like r- this, it, it's uh, right? it's literally like a book from a district that they at. Like, I think she's like a chair. Such tenuous connection. Yeah, like it was really grasping at straws. They're asking like this, they're talking like this woman picked out every book at a public school library. The way that like, I, okay. Everybody right now, they're commending Chris Rock for his, uh, like his stoic professional response to the assault that happened to him. Bro. There's a few, not everyone. There's a few people commending okay. him. Okay, commending him. I'm just saying. There are. People are. They exist. The, who needs to be awarded is this woman? Because in the face of such idiocy and such stupidity and talking about racist babies and all of that dumb, dumb, dumb questioning, she kept her cool. She was like, ducking and dodging all of the gaslighting, all of the dog whistling like a fucking ninja, bro. And I can be honest enough to say she has a level of, um, like, I like to think I'm a cool person in the face of adversity and certain shit going left or whatever. And I'm, I like to, I pride myself on being cool headed. I don't think I could have ever been as cool headed as she was. I, I, I truly, Truly don't think so. And you know me. I'm I'm an Aries. I'm hot headed. Okay? <laughs> I, I get pressed for little things, let alone big things, but I know how to thankfully for the most part control myself. I don't think I could control myself in that room. I don't think I could control myself in that room. Honestly, yeah, the uh I would have Trust me, th- that feeling of I would have slapped the shit out. I would have slapped the taste out of Ted Cruz's mouth. I would have loved to do it too. I mean, I just need Whoa. to see a picture of Ted Cruz. I want to slap the shit out of him. I'm just saying. You if, just got if a you came up to me, ask me, and, and ask me, you think babies are racist? S- slap the fucking taste out of his mouth. Slap the Hispanic back in his mouth. He starts speaking Spanish, can't stop. And and then I'd walk out to greet Russians, <laughs> walk straight to Mexico. Like I just. Oh wow! I I was I was in. I I I still have no words to accurately describe how upsetting it was. Like, oh, fuck man, <laughs> fuck me, bro. Like, I'm I'm pressed. I'm still pressed. Oh my gosh. Um, 
I've been I've been kind of overtaking this. What are your your thoughts surrounding this? Honestly, I think that the biggest takeaway from this is people need to Again, as soon as anyone starts talking about affirmative action, you just need to hand wave that shit away and just be like, listen, like affirmative like, if anyone ever complains to you about affirmative action, what they really want is they want affirmative action for white people. They want it so it doesn't matter what your merit is. Cause again, this woman is the most qualified person to ever be put forward for this position. And yet people will still complain about quote unquote affirmative action. Bro, still And what that tells you is that the only qualified people in their mind is white people. That's it. That is true. That is definitely the largest, the largest self-report. And it's like, I should, I shouldn't be surprised by this because when Barack Obama was running for president and everybody was fucking finding every little nitpick oh oh obama smoked weed in in, in back in his day when he Bro, was a teenager do you remember really do you remember the birther stuff they'll just make up stuff oh yeah 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 he wasn't even born he wasn't even born here US. oh my god like every time it's like so it's we've we've seen it we've seen it so it shouldn't feel new but it just it sucks because it just reaffirms the concept that a lot of black people unfortunately hear that like you have to be twice as good to receive half as much and it sucks to see that exist in real time and see people actively try and like cut her down and punch her down when she's just like she's not even slightly qualified or oh she just meets the mark she meets and exceeds so it's very it's a very like emotionally exhausting thing to witness but i witness it because i support her yeah it's it's more than just those people the, you know the 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 silver lining is that She's pretty young, and she's going to have a nice three or four decades to sit on that court. <laughs> right, like, bro, honestly, the only thing that gives me solace is knowing that, like, little black girls and little black boys are going to grow up seeing, like... Because, like, people... Like, you don't know how fucked up it is to have little kids that look like you ask you, are black people allowed to be president? Yeah. Are black people allowed to do this? Because they just don't see it exist. So, like, I'm... I'm thankful that this exists so that, you know, it's, it's there. But it's there. You I know? definitely understand how it's extra frustrating because it kind of goes to show that like, even on the highest level, even on the, even in the institutions that have the most scrutiny, there's no escaping it. I, exactly. And that's very exhausting. Yeah. It's literally top to bottom. It's so exhausting. That's, I think that's the word I'm searching for. It's exhausting because it's like, no matter how hard you work, no matter how qualified you are, no matter how well you answer your question, how capable you are, how how poised you are, how this, there's always a fucking problem. It's never good enough. And it's exhausting. Honestly, I just wish that more people would start calling it out for what it is. I think there's way too many people who buy into the excuses. And, like, when something like this happens, 
I, I don't understand how people don't look at it as a full mask off moment. Like, how, how could you let Ted Cruz run back, or anybody who's in the Senate, anybody who went into this questioning, yeah. run back to something about, like, meritocracy, say they want the best person for the job after this situation? There's just no way you there, you can't let them run back to that. Well, that was that was my conspiracy in the sense that like, um, the thing that I thought was a conspiracy was like, are they over scrutinizing this super successful, ultra qualified black woman? Because if she's there and in place, it sets a precedence or it sets a standard that other people do not want to meet. That was my question at. Like, at one point, that was just like, you know? I mean, honestly, I remember talking to you about it, and my response was that I don't think it will, just because, like, bro, like, the Republicans in the States are so craven that they don't care. Yeah, I know. Like, they, they literally Facts. nominated a rapist to the Supreme Court. So, like, Facts. I don't I don't know. Facts. Like, I don't know. Like, honestly. Uh, again, the, 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 the party of the family and good Christian values was fighting tooth and nail to get a sexual assaulter, someone who commits sexual battery at the best interpretation and is just a straight-up rapist in the worst mm -hmm. to the Supreme Court. Yep. Tooth and nail they had to fight to get him in there, but they did it. All I have to say, though, because, like... This is obviously the focus of this episode. I ain't dancing around it because, like, I'm just so in my feelings about this. I just, I'm so excited outside of these people trying to drag her down, punch her down, do all of this shit. I'm excited to see her there. I'm excited that this situation, in terms of her being nominated, exists. Because, like, she is a beautiful, dark-skinned black woman. You know, the, the face that I feel a lot of society tries to tune out, tries to shove to the background. And I'm so thankful that she's in the forefront. And she, like I said, she has dark skin, predominantly black features. She has micro locks. And they're so beautiful. And it's just so refreshing to see somebody who is just unapologetically themselves especially with the whole crown act that's being put through be in such a position of power you know because it's almost like there's so many times where it's like oh you look a certain way you can't wear your hair like this you can't you have to bleach your skin you have to do so many things and it's just like to have an example i hate that she has to be the first but there always has to be the first for something but i'm thankful that that first is somebody that people can look up to and when you're like oh you you're being told you can't wear your hair like that that's kind of ghetto or that's not professional enough you can literally say the supreme court justice Kentucky brown jackson has micro locks go fuck yourself that's true you know i mean and i'll say that like for me as someone who's not in the black community yeah i'm just excited and i'm very happy to see just an honest person get put into a position of power bro we haven't like, even gotten reason, into that part yet the, like the, like because like the, the her her being a I, I think people don't understand it like her being a public defender like yes she was a supreme court clerk and that shows that she was trying to gun for the position like she was interested in the position yeah but despite being interested she still went out 
became a public defender afterwards mm -hmm. so that she could have a better understanding of how the law ref is ref like reflects and affects just normal average people. Right. Most Supreme Court justices have no fucking clue. They're all elites. They all came from elite schools. They all go into corporate law. That's who they defend. That's where they're at. That's the class they're in. Right. She made the conscious choice, possibly even at the detriment of becoming a Supreme Court justice. Because when she did it, that was not the way you went landed in the Supreme Court. You went and right. did something else. You went into corporate law. Right. You went into you went into a big law firm and did that kind of thing. That's where you did your grind out. You didn't do it in the public. You didn't do it defending the public. And she made the conscious choice to go do that anyway. And that's someone who has principle. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who get nominated to the Supreme Court and they're just careerists. They only do things. They only do things to further themselves in their career. And that's what they do. And they'll do anything and they'll be craven and they'll do it. Shout outs to you, Kamala Harris. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, well about her. Even, I'm just go there. I'm just saying that like not everybody, even black women, yeah, even from that community, do everything because of a moral guiding principle. There are people who do things cynically just to further themselves in their career. In oh, absolutely. All walks of light. And she doesn't seem like one of those. And this is something that I say that I learned after looking more into her background. I wouldn't have said that just coming out of here because I didn't know her like that. I didn't know about her background and where she came from. It's right. only after listening to more and learning more about her own personal record and journey that I can say that she honestly seems like an honest person with good moral guiding principles. Yes, yes. And, I, and I'm very thankful for that part. And the one thing, I, for, I feel really bad because... Um, because I can't remember the other senator who actually acknowledged the bullshit that the rest of the senators were doing and the hard, unnecessary, hard, ridiculous, embarrassingly stupid questions that they were asking her. And he actually apologized to her. He apologized that you had to go, like, that she had to go through that. And I appreciate it. And I forget his name. I forget, I forget exactly who he was. But, um... I also love the fact of um, Senator Booker, who just like, just gave her her flowers in that moment. And I yeah. feel like, especially with the hard three days, he was like a nice piece of, whew, like refreshing breath of fresh air. Um, I loved to see like just another black man praising a black woman because, you know, they are not, we are not strongly reflected in government positions. And so it was just, it was nice to have that moment. And it was nice to have that for her because unfortunately, a lot of the media circuit has been like circling around the clowns. So that like, unfortunately, more positive notes and more positive things that came out during the well, whole inquiry were, you know? Well, I mean, of course, of course, silenced. It, I, I just want to say like, of course, that it's been focusing on the clowns because the whole reason this is even happening is clownishness. Yeah. Not all of the judges who are currently even sitting on the court had to go through this kind of thing. They were just confirmed, rubber stamped, and put in. Yeah. The whole reason they want to do all this interrogation, ask these stupid questions, is to make it a circus. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. like, is is it is it that weird that the that this is what the media is focusing on? This is who they're giving with our flowers to? Not really. 
Like, if you really wanted to, uh, if you really wanted to, like, focus on the merits or whatever, you would just ignore this whole hearing. This hearing, this hearing wouldn't have mattered. Sure. This hearing is basically for show from the very beginning. But um, I want to ask, okay, what was the name of the show that we were listening to at an earlier point where that was talking to her in a, like, factual, non-biased, accurate way? And who was actually pronouncing her name right, by the way, because apparently nobody knows how to pronounce Katanji. Yeah, same. <laughs> Sorry. Including him. <laughs> Had to school him a little bit, but still. So um, what was the name of that show? Because that, that was a great one. Yeah, so shout-outs to the Majority Report. Oh, okay, that's who I thought it was. I'm famous for the Ethan Klein drop-in. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that same guy. Although I've been listening to them for a hot minute, but they do good work. They do good reporting. They interviewed someone who, uh, I can't remember their name, but they interviewed a reporter who follows it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just did a great job. I learned a lot, did a great reporting on them. Uh, highly recommend it. Go go check them out. Right. A, gr- a great little news source because, you know, they're coming in. Telling you all the hot, all the hotness, and going into the of the history that like MSNBC does is not that interested in doing it. Yeah. Even though they're a little team of like half a dozen people, I feel like they have more in-depth reporting than you can get on the mainstream news right now about this situation. Absolutely, and like I, I'm, like I said, this is actually going to be a shorter episode than normal. But like, I'm left with a conflicting feeling from what she had to go through. Because seeing what she what she had gone through and like hearing her talk and have her speeches and like she encourages people to persevere. And her story is a beautiful story because like, you know, she was very fish out of water. She went to school. She she was homesick. At one point she wanted to give up. And another black woman had encouraged her to persevere and she pushed through, has built a beautiful career and is now, you know, sitting to become the first black woman as um you know on the united united uh state State supreme Supreme court Court. (laughs) such a title you know and so the story in itself is very beautiful but the reality is day to day dealing with like just unnecessary bullshit unnecessary upset is and like this dog whistling this gaslighting is very frustrating and is very real. And like, I would love if I could ever have a chance to meet her, I want to pick her brain and just ask her, like, how do you stay so composed? Because like I said, I don't think I could have held my composure for that long with that many stupid questions. I mean, uh, if you'd allow me to uh, venture a guess as to what her answer would be. Oh, well, I don't know if this would be her answer, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I think it is. Yeah. She's a judge. This is what she's trained <laughs> I to guess, do. I guess so. This is, I mean, like, it really does speak to, like, her, her character as a person, but also for her character in the position she's being nominated to. Very true. Because very she's true. someone who, even under pressure, even when she's being attacked, even when it feels like, even when things are very emotional, she can keep a level head. I guess so. I guess so. Because, like honestly bro like i see some shit that happens to me at my job (laughs) i like mind you i will i i'm going to be 100 i don't say this to people's faces like i said i do 
I can present a cool, calm, respectful demeanor. But behind the scenes, in my head, when speakers are off and screens are closed, bro, I'm dragging people left, right, and center. I'm cussing them out. Like, even just today, I'm like, this person's fucking stupid. (laughs) And so, I don't, like, obviously, you know, everybody has their own lane. She was obviously built for this, meant for this. I hate that she had to go through this in order to earn something she that was earned well before she even stepped in the room you know you know i and and i hate the thing i hate the most about it too is that like this is a new problem now like if you go back to the 60s and 70s i don't know if this kind of thing would have happened just because like what do you mean there wasn't really a precedent for this kind of media circus kind of thing oh but i'm not saying that i'm not saying that like there wouldn't be racist assholes who would be resisting her nomination. They would be, yeah. but it wouldn't necessarily be the form of this kind of media circus. It wouldn't be so highly visible. It wouldn't be so highly visible. It wouldn't be so publicized. It wouldn't be so mediated. There wouldn't be these dumb questions about whatever they would find, try to find something else to nail her on. Sure. The battles, the battle lines would be drawn elsewhere and it might be behind closed doors, Mm -hmm. but this kind of like public interrogation. And like you said, like humiliation and shaming, it's a new thing. It's it's honestly feels like a regression. Um, can I be honest? Yeah. I feel like it's not a new thing, but like you said, it's a more visible thing because, like, the 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 the, the swelling, upset and discomfort and frustration that I feel, I felt before, in like you know closed door rooms, with, um, I'm not gonna say exclusively white people but with people of power who happen to also just be white so like i've i've seen it i've i've experienced it so i don't want to say that this is new but i will agree in the sense that the visibility is very new well maybe maybe we can try to find a little bit of a silver lining between us two and what we're talking about because maybe it's that it's always been there but now it's become so hard to get away with it that it's become more visible. Bro, I maybe just... maybe it's not a regression, maybe it's actually a track of progress that they have to do this kind of circus, that this is what they're reduced to instead of just honestly making backroom deals to make sure she would never get the nomination. Bro, I pray that like whoever senators that were asking such idiot idiot fool fool questions, those embarrassing stupid questions, I really pray that like their constituents constituents see and hear what's going on, and it's like, yo, I can't vote these people back in. They're fucking embarrassing asking such stupid-ass questions. But the unfortunate truth is, there are people just as stupid as them. So they're like, yeah, I would have asked that question too. I mean, honestly, like, if they're politically skilled enough to get nominated, they probably know how to work their base, and this is probably what their base wants. So I don't really know if that's really going to happen. But I will say that, you know, in, in, in in the idea of hope springing eternal, she is an incredibly popular nominee. Yeah. Despite the fact that they've been trying to tear her down and do a hit job on her and do yeah. all this circus, yeah. she's one of the most popular nominees to ever be put forward. Absolutely. Well, one of the most popular and one of the, not even one of the, the most, most qualified, period. Remember that. And I look forward to, because most likely she's going to be in. She's going to be confirmed. Um, and I hope and I pray 
that when she is in her position that she helps to further shape and improve and um you know do a lot for for you know the country and to set a precedence on a world scale for other people of color that live in first world developing nations honestly even if it just uh forces other people to put on more public defenders in the supreme court that's a good thing because remember this is the same supreme court that thinks corporations are people and that in being able to spend infinite money on whatever elections is the same thing as you i don't know going on the internet and posting your shitty opinion yeah so you know if we can get someone if we can get some people in there who are a little less corporate that's pretty great too facts facts oh my gosh but with that being said let us know your thoughts Thank you guys for, for tuning in. It's always appreciated. Um, I apologize for this episode being a bit late. It was my birthday this week, so yeah. we, <laughs> I had to celebrate a little bit, took a little day off, and was relaxing. Yeah, we want to know your thoughts and opinions about this topic and any other except for the slap. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't, we doing, ain't that. doing it. We ain't doing that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. We ain't entertainment tonight. We ain't talking about no slap, okay? Period. Love y'all. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.